Hey friends, welcome to the Grace and Gratitude podcast, where it is my heartfelt mission to inspire and encourage moms to be the best they can be for the glory and honor of God. Motherhood is a beautiful, wonderful gift, but it can also be really challenging. I believe with God's grace and an attitude of gratitude, we can find the joy in motherhood that we are called to experience. Thanks for being here. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to the Grace and Gratitude podcast. It has been a little over a month since I last recorded an episode, which is not necessarily what I was intending to do, but you know, the great thing about doing something on your own without others to answer to is that if you need to take a little break, you need to take a little break. We've had some rough sleep around here, a little bit of sickness with my little guy, and it just hasn't really been a good time. So here I am. The Lord has put a very important message on my heart, and he couldn't have put it on my heart at a better time. So I hope this speaks to you just in time before the holidays, trying to get this out there before Thanksgiving as well as before Christmas so that you can use these tips to apply to all of the above. So the title of the episode, Comfort and Joy or Stress and Overwhelm. I think it is the irony of ironies that the holiday season is literally labeled and marketed and known to its very core of being a joyful time. Joyful, merry, bright, comfort and joy, the most wonderful time of the year, happy, happy this, happy that. And oftentimes, you also hear from people that it's the most stressful time of the year. And I don't think those people are necessarily saying like, oh, it's stressful, but it's still completely joyful. No, I don't think those two can 100% like coincide with each other. I think if there is a great amount of stress and overwhelm, then it is inevitably robbing some of the joy that could otherwise be had. And You don't often see this from young people. I remember when I was younger and, I mean, holidays were absolutely nothing but 100% happy, merry, joyful, perfectly amazing. I was very lucky. I had amazing holidays growing up into my early adult years. It was equally wonderful. Actually, I got engaged on Christmas Day, so that was a fun one. Um, And then once you become a parent, there are just some added responsibilities And it's all in how you handle that, right? So are you taking on more than you should? Are you telling others no where you should type thing? So I won't get too in depth here. I'm actually going to be doing an online workshop through my Facebook group. So I'll link that in the show notes here. But what I do want to cover in case the Facebook group workshop is not something for you, I still will leave you with some good takeaways here in this episode. Let's pinpoint it down to what I would say are probably the three main categories or the three main, you know, things to blame for us being robbed of our joy in the holiday season. And you might be thinking, oh, I'm not stressed in the holiday season. This episode isn't for me. But I think all of us to some extent could use a little bit of perspective shift on what is really the reason for the season. Us as believers, we know, obviously, that Christmas is the day Jesus was born. 
God became man. It's so, so wonderful. It is the beginning of our salvation. It is the most special day. It is beautiful and wonderful. And are we really making sure that that is what it stays about? Or are we giving into the societal marketing of the holidays? Some places don't even let you say Christmas. That's absolutely crazy. It literally is Christ's mass. It is his day, not anyone else's. But I digress. So are we making sure to maintain the reason for this season and not just saying it, but believing it, acting it, living it out? So imagine imagine baby Jesus sitting in a little manger. Maybe there's a display somewhere in town, somewhere where it's busy, maybe a mall, somewhere where a lot of foot traffic happens. And just imagine what's going through baby Jesus's mind. He's watching people walk down the street pretty fastly at that. People are shopping, people are returning things, people are bumping into each other, getting frustrated with each other, getting annoyed with long checkout lines, constantly burying their face in their phone, trying to get the latest Amazon deal, trying to keep up with all these different people, trying to check off their list, trying to make sure they have all the right food, trying to make sure they remember to gift for everyone, trying to make sure they're going to make it to all the different things that they need to go to, seeing all the right people at all the right time. And he's just watching and he's like, I don't, I don't see a single one of these people glancing over at this manger scene to be like, oh, that's right. That is the reason for the season. I think so often, even us believers who claim to believe and live out the reason for the season, it's almost like. We kind of save it till actual Christmas Day. And then on Christmas Day, we're like, oh, yeah, it's about Jesus. But it's not just about Christmas Day. It's the whole preparation season. Are we actually prioritizing him the whole time? Now, that might look different for everyone. I'm Catholic, so we fully believe in the season of Advent, which is the four weeks before Christmas. And, you know, we try to fast and abstain a few different things to try to really, really prepare our hearts for Jesus. And then actually Christmas Day and the days following are are truly the Christmas season. And it's a big gray area on when people decorate. I won't even get into that. I, I fully do believe in decorating for December. I'm not one of those crazy decorate after Halloween people. But anyways, that doesn't matter here. The point is, all of us believers should be really checking ourselves on if we believe we are prioritizing sweet baby Jesus, the reason for the season, the whole holiday season. And this can apply to Thanksgiving too. I know Thanksgiving isn't a Christian holiday per se, but it is still worth asking yourself, am I prioritizing what's actually important this holiday? Or am I just giving in to you know, the demands of the world. So anyway, the three things that we're going to focus on, the three things that we could blame here, if you will, are self, social media, and society. Now, I'll cover these really quickly. And again, this is meant to hopefully give you a little bit of a a takeaway. And then we will go more in depth on practical ways to overcome these battles uh, in the Facebook workshop. So the three things, we'll start with the the least in your control. The least in your control is society, right? Society is going to do what society is going to do. But if you think about like several hundred years ago, society was not what it is now. So the hustle and bustle, the demand, the marketing, the 
huge, huge, huge. I mean, we're such a heavy retail society, right? Especially here in America. It's all about how much money you're going to spend on your kids and how much money you're going to spend on each other. And are you going to have all the right food? And are you going to go to all the right places? Like, it's just the norm for it to be a really stressful time of year. If you watch any movies, it's like the norm for it to be so crazy stressful for everyone. And then on Christmas Day, it's like there's finally a little lull in the stress and everyone enjoys it. And then the next day, it's like stressful again because now everyone's cleaning up and the holiday's done. And it's like, what even just happened? That was that was a disaster. That didn't feel like a holiday at all. So that's society for you. And we need to decide for ourselves what parts of it we do or don't want to partake in. If it's stressful for you to be part of that like madhouse shopping scene, whether it's a mall or different stores or the Black Friday sales, I won't even get into that. But that to me has just gotten absolutely out of hand. Don't get me wrong. I love a good deal, but most of it you can find online. I'm not about to go get trampled on by someone to get a good deal on a TV. That's absolutely crazy. That's like honestly just really sad and goes to prove this entire idea behind this podcast episode. What our society has become, we have put material things way, way, way above the things that actually matter. So that's society for you. You have to decide for yourself how to keep your distance from falling into that false belief of essentially worshiping of material things. Those are not what's important. So that's society. Next, touching on social media. So some people listening to this may not be on social media, so this might not be for you, but maybe there's a different way that this applies to you. Maybe you watch the news or, you know, scroll Pinterest or watch YouTube or something like that. There is obviously quite a sense of perfection on a lot of different social media platforms, specifically Instagram and Pinterest. I'd say Facebook people are a little more, you know, less, oh, my perfect life than Instagram and Pinterest. But what I see happening is that people are having these beautiful, intimate, like family moments, whether it's cutting down a Christmas tree or baking Christmas cookies or playing in the snow. And and I'm, I'm saying this from myself being guilty a time or two in the past as well. They get so caught up on, oh, I need a picture for my Instagram story or a picture for my Instagram feed or whatever that they allow like needing that perfect picture to totally take over the beauty of what that moment should have held. So if it's decorating Christmas cookies and your kid is like trying to do whatever they want to do and you're getting frustrated with them because now the cookie doesn't look perfect for your picture, that's sad, my friend. And I'm not saying that from like a judgmental standpoint. I'm saying that because I've probably been there. And it's not something to beat yourself up over. It's just the way the mind works. Our mind gets into these habits of not even realizing how caught up we might be on something. It's, I mean, social media, if you've seen that, uh, goodness, now I'm drawing a blank, The Social Dilemma, that documentary, it's very scary how smart these people behind the scenes are, well, these people, meaning these computerized, you know, systems, how, how advanced the technology is behind social media to literally know exactly 
what to post in your newsfeed to keep you on social media as long as possible. If you're an Instagram person, you know that I'm on Instagram with my Grace and Gratitude account. The Reels thing that came out maybe about a year ago, it just dawned on me like, wow. So Reels are basically kind of a little video that you record that you try to get a lot of views so that you can try to get more followers on your account. And some people do like lip syncing to it. Basically, you copy like a really popular trend And sometimes it can be really tedious to try to make it just right. And it can be fun to do some now and then. But if you get really caught up in it, and I mean, there's even Instagram accounts who literally teach you how to be good at it. So that just goes to show how popular this has become. It is so tedious. And that's exactly what Instagram wants. They found the thing to keep people on Instagram so much longer than they probably used to be before Reels. But now it's like, I mean, there's these accounts on there of people who have been on Instagram for years, like older, well-established accounts, and now they're having to figure out this Reels thing because if you don't, your account will kind of fall behind because now that's the trend. Now that's what everyone's doing. So I digress, but that just goes to show that social media platforms, it is literally their one and only goal is to keep you on social media as long as possible. So whether that's, it's that dopamine rush, right? So if you post something cute on your stories and you get a lot of views and a lot of feedback on it, and now the stories have, you know, features where you can ask a poll or you can put a little, you know, something that has people engage with your story and you get all these answers, it's ding, 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 your dopamine is going up. And so for that reason, you keep wanting to post more and then you keep wanting to go back and check how many views have I gotten? How much engagement have I gotten? And it's totally taking over the beauty that that moment should have had. Your moment of making cookies with your toddler should not live in your mind as like, oh, wow, that story got so many views or that post got so many likes. It should be, oh, wow, that moment was perfect and it was just between me and my toddler exactly how it should be. Sure, you can snap a photo to send to grandma or to put in your toddler's album, but I highly, highly, highly encourage you, if you are on social media, to consider taking a break for this holiday season. So I have decided to not be on social media for the entire month of December. This is something that Someone else who I listen to, her name is Heather Shriver Burns. She has an amazing podcast that just hit 100 episodes called The Garden of Favor Podcast. She is a business coach for kingdom-driven entrepreneurs. She coined the term JOMO, the joy of missing out, last Christmas season, and she stayed off social media for all of December. I wasn't brave enough to do it because I thought I needed to be on for grace and gratitude reasons. But this season, I am fully trusting the Lord and trusting that if I stay off of social media for an entire month, he's not going to let my my business and my following just crumble. I know he wouldn't do that. I know that I am going to find so much joy in not being caught up on social media. I'm I'm so excited. You know, just now as I said that, I actually wasn't sure yet. So now that I've said it, now it's for sure. I just made it. I just made it for sure. <laughs> so I'm really excited and I encourage you to consider the same. It just will bring so much joy in your life to feel free of the need to post every little thing about your family for the holiday season. Cutting down your tree, making cookies, seeing Christmas lights, going caroling. Those things are fun to post, but is it really worth 
the time that it takes or the attention that it takes away from where the attention should actually be. So I encourage you to reconsider that. And then you can hop back on in the new year and maybe you'll go back into it with a different perspective of like, whoa, I'm going to only check social media three times a week instead of every single day or something like that. So we covered society. We covered social media. Now let's cover self for a second. And that just means our own mindset of how we go into the holiday season. You have to really, really dig deep and think, what is important to me, to you? So obviously God, obviously, is number one, not just every day all the time because he's God, but especially because this is the holiday season and Christmas is about him. So he should be number one. But second to him, what is important? Is it what others think? making sure you get cookies to all the neighbors, making sure you go Christmas caroling to all the old folks home. Now, there's a fine line between, obviously we wanna be charitable and it is the season of giving, but you have to find the happy, healthy balance between are you giving so much that it's taking away from those who matter the most, meaning yourself and your family? So are you going around, you know, visiting so many different family members that your own immediate family is getting completely neglected and you guys are finishing the day feeling absolutely gypped of your holiday because you spent the whole day in the car. I hear that from so many people and we will go more into that on the Facebook workshop, but it is probably one of the most popular things I hear from people is that on holidays, the actual day of the holiday, maybe the day before, especially with Christmas, you have Christmas Eve and Christmas, they are not happy about how many different quote-unquote obligations they have. And I say quote-unquote because we don't have to go anywhere. You can stay home if you want to all day. Once you become married and you start your own family, they are your number one. They are your first family. I come from a big family. I have seven sisters. We're all married. We all, most of us have kids. There's like I don't even know now, 25 or something grandkids. And my whole family still lives here in the area. I live in my hometown still. I'm surrounded by my family. And I love my family. But my new family, my husband and my two kids, they are number one. That's how that works. Once you leave the nest, your new family is your priority. So if you ever want to just say, you know what? We're going to stay home this holiday. You can say that. And if someone is hurt, then that's just a lack of their love and understanding for you. I really hope that that doesn't happen. And I know this is way easier said than done. Maybe you could shorten the length of the visit, or maybe you could visit a different day, or maybe you could ask if they could swing by so you're not having to pack up all the kids because maybe they don't have any kids. Everyone's case is totally different, and maybe that's why the Facebook workshop will be a little easier because there will be a little bit of interaction, but just some food for thought to think like, hey, Your own mindset of things is in control of a lot more than you think. If you are thinking, oh, we have to do this and we have to do that and we have to do that. Do you have to or are you just saying you have to because you always have? So food for thought, my friends. I really, really, really hope that, I mean, goodness, just thinking of our last year and a half, almost two years. We're almost in 2022. That blows my mind. March of 2020 feels like yesterday. The beginning of all this craziness in the world feels like yesterday. And yet it's been over a year and a half. We're going on two years of it. So I think 
Now more than ever, we all could use the reminder on what's important and just the little confidence boost to make it a priority for your family, for God and for you and for your family, because that's who it is about. It is about Jesus. He is the reason for the season. And, you know, even applying it to Thanksgiving, just knowing that he would not want you to be succumbing to the stressful hustle and bustle of the world. He would want you to be checking yourself, praying with him, figuring out in your own heart what is going to be a good, happy, and fulfilling holiday season for you and your family. So I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year whenever you're listening to this. And again, check those show notes for the Facebook workshop. If you're listening to this in real time, hopefully you can catch the workshop live. If you are listening to this at a later date, I will update the show notes to have a replay available so that you can still take advantage of the videos and the freebies that I'll have available. All right. Happy holiday season, everyone. Remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy mom life and tuning into this episode. If this resonated with you, I would appreciate a review on the Apple Podcast app, as well as just sharing it with a friend, someone else who might find my message helpful. I'm praying for you, my friends. Keep letting your light shine. Till next time, God bless you.